Let us remember we are always and everywhere in the holy presence of God. Hello, this is Rick, and welcome to the Presence Podcast, episode number 253. I'm glad you're here with me this evening as I conclude my Monday, first day of the new school week. And it was the first day of the Jewish New Year. So, Shana Tova to you. Um, I'm trying to remember the year. I think it was 5779, maybe. Does that sound about right? I did not look that up before I got on the podcast, but it was written on the board in my classroom today. So, it was a holy day. Actually, every day is holy, but today was a particularly holy day. And as such, I kept my eyes, my ears, and my soul open to experience the presence of God. So, it was a good day for most of the day, until after school. I'll explain. So, in my freshman religion class, and I teach five sections of that, so it's a full day, I um, like to celebrate the Jewish holidays, the main Jewish holidays, and I think there's about six of them that come through the, the school calendar. And I do this for a couple of reasons. One is that the primary focus of the course is the Old Testament, and many of these holidays have their roots in biblical practice and biblical stories and biblical celebrations. So that's the first reason. But that really is the secondary reason, because the primary reason, as I explained to the kids in no uncertain terms, is that Jesus was Jewish. And Mary was Jewish, and Joseph was Jewish, and Peter was Jewish, and Paul was Jewish, and so on and so forth. And these holidays, especially Passover and and some of the other ones, were things that Jesus celebrated and that he experienced and that was a part of his faith tradition. So if we want to understand Jesus, if we want to understand our story as Christians, we need to understand these holidays And certainly the third reason in this age of globalism, in this age of um, a desire to be more neighborly, to understand and celebrate the diversity of our communities, we need to know what's going on um, with their holidays. And where my school is located is is a particularly um, important place because we are just a few miles from um, a neighborhood. Uh, It's a city, but it's like a neighborhood, but... It's its own city, but that has a very high Jewish population, and it is not uncommon if you drive through this city within the city of Columbus that you will see um, Jewish families walking to synagogue or temple on Saturday mornings. So we have neighbors, literal, actual neighbors, that are celebrating these, these holidays. So today was Rosh Hashanah, and for those who may not be familiar with it, it is the Jewish New Year, Shana Tova, which means to a good year or have a good year, uh, is the greeting. And I'm not going to go into all the ins and outs of, of the holiday. It does begin the period of the Jewish High Holy Days, the time where Jews, and I, I think all of us really, reflect on their lives and reflect on how they are being of service to others and how they are doing in their faith practices. And, and this period concludes 
next, I think it's Wednesday, when Yom Kippur comes, and a very different holiday, a much more somber holiday than, than today's, the, the New Year, the Rosh Hashanah. So I think it is significant that we are in a period of particular intense prayer, and Rosh Hashanah actually is two days, so it will go to sundown tomorrow. It started at sundown yesterday, and we'll go to sundown tomorrow. And I think it's significant this year that it correlates with September 11th. Tomorrow is Tuesday, September 11th, and I'll talk more about that tomorrow. It's definitely on my mind and heart and in my prayers, and I'll talk more about that tomorrow. But for now, I think it is important that a city like New York, especially the Brooklyn borough of New York City, is so very Jewish. And tomorrow, they will be, those communities will be celebrating this new year, even as they mourn like the world mourns that horrible day 17 years ago now. So I, I think that is significant, and, and I think that is important to be mindful of. Well, I was thinking of prayer and holiness and the horror of the violence of September 11th as I was, I and my other faculty members were called to a meeting after school. And I'm not going to get into details about this. I also don't think I'm breaking any confidentiality. I'm, I'm not don't say on this podcast that where I teach, I never use students' names. And this particular information was sent out to the parents. So our whole school community was made aware of this in, in not very much detail, of course. But this is not private. This is not something that you know we are, are, are keeping in, in tightest confidence, although, of course, the details are confidential. But our principal informed us that um, at the end of last week, there was a student that other students were concerned about because this young man who is a freshman and actually a freshman whom I teach said to some of his friends on the football team that he was going to shoot the school up and warned them about that. And it took him a little while till the next day and these were freshman boys who were told this. It took them until the next day. But by 1 o'clock the next day, this was last Thursday, they at 4 o'clock practice and 1 o'clock the next day, they went and told the administration, which said a whole, whole um, series of measured and I think compassionate um, um, events into place. And hearing our principal talk about this and, and give the details and you know, tell us that there was no, does not seem to be a plan. This, this boy's belongings were searched. There, there weren't weapons that were found. There weren't plans. Apparently this wasn't on social media. So, you know, that wasn't, you know, um, out there. But these things have to be taken very seriously. And it just made me very sad to hear this. Not, not scared. I, I think there was a moment where it was like, Oh my goodness, you know, these, these drills that we do and, and the lockdown and the active shooter drills and all of those horrible things that we have to do in this world, there's a reason we're doing them. It, it could happen anywhere and it could happen 
to us, even at a Catholic school that prides itself in being a, a welcoming and supportive and nurturing community. And I think we are. I know we are. That being said, this, this young man just is going through a lot and is troubled and not integrating with his peers. And, you know, I, I pray for him and I pray for his family and I pray for the school. They will need to make a decision later this week about his future at the school. And I think there's pros and cons about, you know, keeping him at the school and, and getting him help or saying that, you know, he, he can't be a part of this community anymore in part because the kids will know about this and, and he will be identified as that kid. So he's in my prayers and it, it just with sadness that this is the world we live in. And September 11th is a, is a day that feels heavy for me as well. And I, I, I don't know, how do you, how does one person of faith, how do I face the violence in our sinful fallen world? And I have to remind myself there, there's always been violence. There's always been hatred and bigotry and, and violence, but it feels today more, more targeted, more designed to, to inflict fear and terror and to hurt people in places where they should be safe in office buildings and traveling and at a school. But yet our world has, those places can be dangerous and we have to take care and protect ourselves and build walls and increase security and, and all of that. But I know God is in this. And I think for me today, I make sense of it through the lens of the biblical story that is being celebrated. You know, one of the stories that the Jews read on Rosh Hashanah is the testing of Abraham, which is a complicated story and, and raises all kinds of questions. And it is, it, it's, it's difficult. That being said, it's a reminder that the life of faith is tough. You know, there are times when we just have to trust that God is with us and that no matter what we face, God will give us what we need. You know, one could argue in the story of the, of the binding of Isaac, the almost sacrifice of Isaac by his father Abraham, you know, what kind of God would do that? And, and that's a legitimate question. At the same time, God provided for Abraham. And God always provides for God's people. At that time, it was the chosen people, the nation of Israel. Today, it's that love, which has always been there for all of creation, is for all of creation, continues to be. And that love even concerns this young man and the hope for help that he will get, whether it's in our community or wherever he finds himself next. So I conclude with a question about your life and what are the challenges you're facing? What are the feelings that the places where you're, 
Maybe you're wondering, where is God in the midst of this? And how does the greater story, the biblical story, the story of creation, your own history, how does that help you to know and to trust that God is there in the midst of that? Comforting, healing, guiding, weeping, lamenting. Nevertheless, God is there. So thank you for being here tonight. And as always, blessings. Shalom, which means be well to you.